0: Hi, you're listening to the Real Blood Podcast Network. My name is Dead Eye Dave, and I hope you enjoy the show. Every week, we rotate podcasts between our general movie podcast, Reasonably Real, and for the horror fans, we have the cast that drips blood. Both shows have a lot to offer for fans and newcomers alike. Our podcasts feature a rotating cast of Dead Eye Dave, The Maniac Mike, The Magnificent Motley, Jigsaw Jody, and of course, Steve. We bring both full-length reviews and a What We Have Been Watching segment, so that way we can tell everyone what we have been up to. If you are interested in just hearing whatever is on my mind, you can find me over at Data at Dave's Daily Dread. There I post daily short podcasts where I talk about a little bit of everything. Please don't forget to leave us reviews on your choice podcasting site. This helps us tremendously to grow our community of film lovers, and it gives what we do here meaning. If you want to hang out with us, you can find us over at Facebook with the Real Blood Podcast Network group. Find us all on our social media links below, and don't be afraid to message us with anything that's on your mind. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Reasonably Newsworthy. This is one of your hosts, Deadite Dave, and joining with me today across the internet
1: is Steve. As uh, as usual, so it's back to steady until next week when I won't be here. Dang, man, you're looking a little bit tired. Is it because you just got off of work? Yeah, yeah. You know, the twelve-hour shifts are you know, trying to stay awake. I was about to say
0: you look a little a little groggy. You seem like you're like you're in a bit of a bad mood. But you know what could get you in a good mood? talking about uh, uh, movies? Yeah.
1: VOD okay. releases specifically. Although, well, let's hear about some VOD releases. Although most of the VOD releases this week are
0: just pushed back from last week. so <laughs> <laughs> We got Blood and Money. Uh, that Jesus musical, I guess, is coming out this week and not last. It got pushed back a week. Proximity. Buffaloed. Chame- I don't even know what half this is. Chameleon? Not a whole lot on VOD this week. I guess it'll make up for it with the DVD releases.
1: <laughs> well, this <laughs> is a
0: pretty good week for DVD releases. But uh, I've got, we do have a couple of remasters to talk about before we get into that. We um have The Evil of Frankenstein. It's got Peter Cushing, of course, in it. Um, So that comes out from Scream Factory, as does Danger Diabolique um, from Scream Factory. That seems like an interesting release. And then we've got um, Dance Girl Dance from Criterion. Uh, Not to be confused with Dance Gavin Dance, the mathcore band um, that are pretty awesome out there. Did you
1: say mathcore band? Math. Like math,
0: like... It's a it's a um, subgenre dedicated to really complex like guitar work and stuff like that. That's really weird and uh, uh, just
1: usually complex. Um, so it could be methcore band. No, no, I
0: don't nope. think meth. I don't think. I mean, I don't want to generalize meth addicts, but I have a hard time feeling like they get to practice the guitar very much because they're so strung out and you know <laughs> don't really have much of an opportunity to practice nor be as talented yeah, as a methcore band on meth because um, they're more focused on their methamphetamine addiction. But I could be wrong. I've never been addicted to, to amphetamines. And uh, if you are and listening to the podcast, you, um, there are multiple resources. And uh, we do care about you and hope that you get and seek the help that you need. Amen, brother what
1: do we got going on for them dvd releases bro oh, man we got a pile we do and, and yeah some i've never heard of uh you know i think i'll skip some of those how about some zombies 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 2 actually it is now that i'm looking at the full title <laughs> but that's a series uh it doesn't say it is oh my gosh that looks insipid what is that <laughs> I don't know, but it does look like something that Netflix pumps out. Yeah, dude, for, they've been uh, really—they've been really yeah, scraping it. the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah, this looks like something Mom would like. Um, uh, so uh, you know, there's quite a few of those. About the last moment of clarity, International Falls. That sounds like a television show, though. Yeah, a lot of those um, probably are. Here's here's a creep show season one coming out. How about oh, that? Yeah,
0: I'll pick that one up. That that creep show season was awesome. Really. It, it was great. Um was it? very happy with how that turned out. Um season two has been greenlit. Um so we will be seeing a season two and uh hopefully fairly soon, but I know movie production is moving along pretty slow because of the virus too, so
1: Yeah. Uh, the highest rated movie uh, listed on here is one I've never heard of. Uh, Call the Midwife, Season 9. It's not even a movie. It's a television show, but man, does it get good marks. Uh, either way... Season uh, 9? Season 9. Season nine I've oh, heard my lands. It's probably one of those
0: BBC shows or something that we just don't really see here very often. It's possible. It's probably what it I is. Didn't. I'm sure I it's I need to look it up. It just doesn't look uh, like but it's for me. As
1: far as... uh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just said I just said it doesn't look like it's for me. <laughs> oh no. I, well, it may be for me, but I'm probably not going to see it. As far as the big releases, uh, and there are several this week. You got Emma, Brahms the Boy Two, The Way Back, uh, the Ben Affleck basketball movie, Onward. Jody will be ecstatic about that. Uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog comes out. Yeah. A good good uh, lineup a, of
0: something for everybody. Literally. Yeah. There's a period piece romance. There's a horror film. There's a sports film. An animated movie. And a decent family drama that go and drama slash comedy with Sonic the Hedgehog going around. So yeah. It was a good film. I liked it. There's literally something for everybody here. Um just briefly touching on my thought I haven't seen Emma yet. I do want to watch it. Um, So maybe that rental will be a chance to check it out. I have seen Brahms. It's okay. I wouldn't say it's worth buying. Um, It's probably more worth a rental um, or a Netflix stream, but I did halfway enjoy it. Um, I actually liked it more than the first one. Uh, The Way Back is really pretty good. Um, That one's worth a a rental at least, Um, but if you're a sports movie fan or looking to show this to... uh, some people who need some inspiration um, this is this could be it i would say it's worth the purchase depending on the audience onward um, that one i would probably buy from family video at a lower price for me um, but i could see some people really loving this um, i know some people who did i liked it quite a bit um, i think its ending really helped it a lot i got kind of bored with it during the middle uh, but that ending was pretty fantastic and then sonic the hedgehog is probably my favorite movie of the bunch which is kind of surprising to say um i know it's getting a bit of you know divided reactions but i just have to say like guys what do you expect from a sonic movie this is about as good as you can get for a licensed sonic film as far as being good for the the kids and the family i mean there were some jokes in there that i thought were really amateur or really really um really kid friendly but I mean, at the same time, I found myself laughing at the majority of it, so just don't take it terribly seriously, and you'll probably have a good time with it.
1: Jim Carrey's pretty good in it. Oh, he is awesome. (laughs) It's a a role made for him.
0: Yeah, he is is a real treat in that role.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's pretty common, and it looks good. I mean, uh, all the complaints about... Sonic looking pretty dumb early on they fixed I guess a lot of those issues yeah they well, that uh, the, not only does he look good but the movie itself is uh, really pretty neat to look at yeah props not to the animation good. team because they um,
0: they actually went back and completely retooled his design that's why it was pushed back and it wasn't even pushed back all that far given how good Sonic looks they had to go back and completely redo every scene as far as animation goes with Sonic the character which is really impressive how the movie turned out all that in mind so I mean that's a crap ton of work to be getting done Um, I think it was within six months that they completely redid the movie and and Sonic is in it a lot so they had to go back and redo probably a quarter of every scene for half the movie at least I would think so I mean that's a lot of effort to go in for the animation team so props to them it turned out really well so, quite a bit of DVD releases, like I said. Um yep. Pretty stacked lineup this week. Um, I probably won't be buying any of them this week. Um, I got Sonic the Code um, in 4K, so I'll be checking it out before too long. And then I will probably rent Emma because I do want to see it. That um, Anya Taylor Joy is the lead in that, and she's she might be my favorite actress going on right now. She is awesome. She's been in a lot of great projects, like um. She was in that Thoroughbred. She was great in that. Uh, The Witch. uh, She was in, of course, Glass and Split. Um, She was in that. Um, So she's awesome. And she's been doing some really cool stuff. So um, I'm excited to see Emma. All
1: right. That sounds good to me. I'm guessing we don't have much in the way of theatrical releases. No. uh, I would like to, uh, now that we're talking theatrical releases, it's... um... Time to mention that uh, the drive-ins are opening up can't go to the theater but you can go to the drive-in uh, i think i'll try to post that up every week on our on our facebook page what's playing at the drive-in that weekend i think joe I bob
0: briggs would be rather proud as he would say the drive-in never dies and uh, there you go and uh, joe bob would be rather proud i would like to make my way down there it would have to be the right set of films though um, this week's ain't it, Chief.
1: Uh, no, I <laughs> thought me. last week would have been a good one to go I see. I wanted to see t- Trolls.
0: I honestly yeah. would have went to go see Trolls. and uh, See, I was worse than the other side. Life.
1: Like Back to the Future ought to be fairly good this week, so that'd be a good one. Yeah,
0: I just, I have a hard time driving all that way to go see movies I've seen a bunch and could watch at home. I hate to say it, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of guy, unless it was a horror film, <laughs> so I'm a little bit biased towards horror. So if they showed freaking Blood Beat, or, which of course they wouldn't, but um, some weird horror films, I'd, I'd make the drive, but um, to see Back to the Future again, I probably wouldn't, Um not to diss Back to the Future, as I think it's fantastic, but I don't know. There's something I've never really gotten to see that slasher formula or the the old horror, the cheap horror, on the drive-in, like Joe Bob talks about, and that that is an experience I do want to see. Wow, that would be awesome.
1: Well, I don't think it may could never be, happen. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see some films roll through. Uh, I think it would
0: be smart. I think I think they would probably make pretty decent money to show certain movies at the at the drive-in like that but who knows i mean get some get the heavy hitters you're never going to see something obscure but i bet you'd get a crowd for a uh you know nightmare on elm street um and friday the 13th double feature i mean yeah you know, you'd probably get some cash from that i bet
1: yeah it's uh, back to the future and blues brothers is what's playing that's pretty cool on, blues on brothers is green onward and jumanji on the other one this week
0: yeah I, I think i'm gonna say no to that one
1: yeah i i, I i'm i'm i got to work this weekend anyway so i won't have a chance but that's something i intend to do i want to get out and support them you know yeah I, you know i'd need, like to go sport so we might go there i there think it'd be a good time
0: i think we should we probably should have just went last week but yeah, uh so we that. we worked uh, we we don't have weekends off we we usually work a different schedule. So, oh, well, quite a bit of cool stuff. But, yeah, I agree. Give some shout-outs to that uh, Starlight drive-in. Check them out. They are open, and most of the drive-ins are, although I have to say that that's a little strange. But I kind of get the idea that they're in their car and kind of separate from everybody else. Um, So I kind of get the idea. But at the same time I think they're probably just about as close to each other if they're real packed and they have their windows down which they probably do and all that stuff but whatever. I'll hear you. I mean I'm not trying to really create a case because the problem is I think you probably could if you really socially distanced the theaters but the theaters just wouldn't make enough money to do that you know what I mean? I think that's the big problem right now. They could, They probably could open but theaters like AMC just aren't going to make enough money by having, you know, 30 people in their theater, you know, spaced out pretty far compared to, you know, the hundred that could, that it could normally seat. And then now yep. there's the problem that Hollywood has pushed back their movies so far back that there's nothing to show at the movie theater, you know, and that's a big problem. So I have no idea what AMC chains are starting to do. Um, and I also heard that Amazon might be purchasing the AMC theaters. Um, they're thinking about it anyway, which would be probably a good venture, I would say. But it's hard saying. Um, I, I do like Amazon as a company, and I have no doubt that they would tie that in. Their A list, they would probably continue, and um, and then they would probably tie it in with Amazon Prime somehow, if I had to guess. Yep, uh, makes sense. Which both of those services
1: I subscribe to, so that'd be helpful. Yeah, no doubt. Sounds like a sounds like a marriage made in heaven. Yep. I agree.
0: But I could see some people complaining cuz big business, Amazon, which yeah. Either way. Well, what are we going to be
1: talking about for a review? I'll let you go ahead and introduce the topic. Well, okay. Uh, well, we haven't finished it yet, but we thought we might uh, talk a little bit about uh, uh, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan uh, and Chicago Bulls um, documentary, docu-series. Uh, I know you and I are both uh, caught up with that, yes. episode eight. keeping Keep in, keep in um, mind
0: that when we're recording this, the episodes will have gone live. Um, but or the last two Truth. episodes have gone live by the time you're hearing this. But by the time we're recording this, it has not. We record on Wednesday for the next week. Um, so we are caught up as of now um, yeah. on the episodes. But um, by the time you hear this, the next two episodes will be out. But we'll talk about them maybe next week. Um, about what we thought is the series as, as a whole. But I just wanted to wanted to uh, gain give that little extra
1: tidbit of information. All right. Uh, so uh, what are your overall thoughts of the, of the documentary? I think it's fantastic. I really
0: do. Um, I'm really impressed with the storytelling. Um, my early complaints were on the time jumps, but I'm starting to see it more because when I, when I watched it, I watched like a bunch of episodes at once. Um, I kind of get it now that it's shooting episodically. With showing two episodes at a time, I get the time jumps a little bit more um, for the pacing of the show as it's going uh, currently, um, I think that the interviews are fantastic. The insight is incredible. Um, I would say this is one of the more enlightening documentaries I've seen in a long time. Very expansive. Um, and that's impressive because, um, I mean, I figured I knew a lot about these events. I'm, a, I'm an NBA fan, a pretty big one. I still keep up with it. Um, and so I'm learning a pretty decent amount of stuff, and if nothing else, I'm learning a lot of context, getting a lot of interviews that really expose a lot of thoughts about the series. It's this all-access sort of storytelling that I think is just phenomenal. Um, I'm going to raise my score um, as long as the last two episodes hold up. This is a 10 uh, documentary series. I think it's, I think it's incredible. Um, this is one of the best documentary series I've seen in a long time. Um, especially one that isn't, you know, a crime series or something like that that we see so often, you know. But as far as sports documentaries go, it doesn't get much better than this. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, the, uh, and, I, and I like you, I, I think I really never had too much problem with the jumping around. Uh, now and i think it's easier to see now that we're into episode eight because they're not jumping exactly they're not moving too many years apart now yeah so it it meshes together and it kind of makes sense of the whole thing it's really pretty masterful considering that they had that most of this was shot around that one season Mm -hmm. and then you know it keeps going back in stages uh um uh, certain specific things like the first championship, or uh, yeah. uh, you know the uh, issue with his dad. Uh, I think the last two episodes were, man, they, they really got me. I I, I I think it's a good. I, I'm not an NBA fan as you are, although I was um, an adult whenever. Yeah, I was about to uh, say. I Jordan. Was this isn't uh, my MSP. era of basketball yeah.
0: either. Um, I and, grew up uh, in the in the 2000s era. Basketball, yeah. um, where I knew about this because of just looking back and watching watching the videos. You know, it's iconic stuff. But I wasn't even, um, you know, able to be able to to actually pay attention. You know, through yeah. a lot of this.
1: Um, yeah. Like at that, the time yeah. that it was happening, I think it's pretty cool because, uh, for instance, I I, forgotten about the uh, storyline with the father. I had forgotten that he went to baseball for a year. Yeah. I remember all that being big. Well, I, actually, I didn't forget about the baseball career. What I forgot was is the reason was he came back to basketball because of the lockout, the player lockout, and they were talking about asking him to cross the picket lines. That's an interesting dynamic from such a player because that was his shot to the big leagues if he had it crossed. He had almost certainly made it into the big leagues at that point. He'd have just walked on, no matter what he was doing. You know, as far as his stat-wise, he would have just moved in. Um, But he wouldn't do it, and uh, you know, kudos to him. So uh, there's there's several interesting storylines that, frankly, I had forgotten about. The Mm -hmm. one about uh, Scotty Pippen that uh, not playing. I didn't know that. Uh, Oh yeah,
0: that was that's one of the biggest. Uh, That's a big scandal still. You know, talked about. And I I think that was kind of. They done him a little dirty, I think, you know, and the show does a a good job, I think, maybe a superb job at showing people for how they are and kind of letting you make up your mind. Obviously, it has a bias. Whenever you're making a documentary that goes on this long, you're going to have different, you know, things that you want to say and narratives. But as far as documentaries go, it does a great job of showing you the pieces and letting you make up your mind about certain people, and it doesn't have a problem with showing flaws or hearing different accounts of people, you know, because it shows, you know, because most people today think of Michael Jordan as this mythological, you know, figure, this huge role model, And, and he is, honestly, he's a great dude. But at the same time, people were attacking him with different things of personality flaws. And, and the reality is, with this type of access, um, you know, you're going to get this type of, you know, you're going to get people that don't like you. You're going to have problems and stuff like that um, throughout time. And Michael Jordan yep. wasn't a, you know, shy to controversy at, in certain pieces, especially with how he trash talked. He, he was a trash talker. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, not everyone liked him because of it. And he was extremely competitive and wasn't afraid of, you know, putting others down in a way um, or just showing them up um, in favor of making himself look good, which, yeah, I mean, some people could say is, you know, very pretentious in a way. Um, I, but, w- I wonder how well he would be looked at if he played today. Well, think of LeBron James because people accuse him of the exact same things. And uh, he's yeah. actually a really good dude. Um, I, I love LeBron James, um, and I think that's a fascinating debate because really the figures are pretty similar in a way of how they've you know conducted themselves in the public. Um, but today LeBron James gets you know lambasted to- at times for being you know too competitive or self-centered or any of those things. When really, if you look at his stats, he's very very assistant-heavy, um, where he does a lot of passing. He's great at that and great at playing with those that uh, that he fits well with. Um, so I think that's a fascinating thing too that the documentary you know illuminates a little bit
1: yeah I agree I, I think overall this it's going to have to really drop to in my opinion to have anybody make a run at it for documentary of the year uh, yeah. from from my angle I mean you know I'm, I'm sure there'll be something come out later on that'll tickle our fancy but you know I don't know if it's going to beat this no matter what This may be one of the greatest documentaries of all time, considering what all had to go into this. I mean, this was a pretty—it's probably a pretty hard piece of work, yeah you know, to put together from a from a directorial uh, side. Yeah, I agree. I agree
0: with you. Been following
1: any of the uh, thirty for thirty podcasts? Yeah, supplemental stuff. Yeah, I have been. been I I, I listened to the first two, and uh, and give up on it. Honestly, I was. Uh, I I didn't know it was going to be uh, the two uh, people just talking about the episode it's kind of like talking dead you know So uh, I think that's pretty
0: fascinating too I mean it just gives further Illumination thoughts on it Um, and I think for those that are really into the series and and, um, I I think they'll find it at least fascinating if you're just itching for more content um, around the series so I hope this gets a physical release Um, I really do. I'd be willing to pay pretty decent money uh, to get this on a physical release of some sort. Um, So I do hope ESPN wisens up and will release that um, on physical after, of course, it comes out. Because, you know, they have to get their streaming money and and TV deals and stuff like that from it. But uh, eventually I hope this comes out on on Blu-ray. Most of the thirty for thirties are out, I think. Yeah, I'm think. not. I'm not I mean, dissing them. I know they're pretty good at it. I'm just saying my hopes are that this will get a release. So, I think ESPN's been doing a pretty decent job with it. Um, you know, I like ESPN um, quite a bit, to be honest. So, I think that I think this is cool. I just I'm, really hope it gets a, a,
1: a physical release. You got a. You got a. Uh a movie you want to highlight that you've seen? Uh, I've
0: been watching a whole bunch of crap. Just check out my Letterboxd profile and see some of the stuff I watched.
1: You know, um, I saw it. I'm not watching much of it. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> but uh, Not saying it's bad. <laughs> no, there's quite a bit of good stuff.
0: I, I do recommend just going over on Letterboxd and checking out what I've been watching. I've been putting some effort into some reviews, catching up on some stuff. I've watched a lot of 2020 films and uh unfortunately some of them are really bad mostly coming out of the netflix camp
1: uh, yeah I'm, i'll tell you netflix <clears throat> i'm not a real enamored with some of their work
0: extraction was pretty good that um secret love was pretty good um but for the most part yeah i'm, I'm in the same boat uh, i mean it's pretty pretty average a lot of their work's just
1: pretty in that forgettable average rate. Yeah, even even their best films
0: for. oftentimes are are a bit forgettable, and that that's kind of unfortunate. Although, I mean, last year we had two seriously amazing films come from them, so maybe once Oscar times comes around, we'll get another The Irishman or Marriage Story, um, which I thought were both incredible films. So... Well, I think those watching. had very little to do with Netflix. I think they just acquired those films from directors that are awesome and helped fund them, but had very little to do with the actual production of the film, unlike yeah. some of the other ones. But, oh, well. Mm-hmm. All right. There's plenty of stuff to watch out there. Um, okay. Check out Shudder, of course. Um, that's a great great app um, for times like today for five bucks you can get quite a bit of access and stuff like that so my my recommendation is to go on shutter
1: well what are you and mike going to talk about this uh this uh weekend I don't know yet we haven't uh, fully fully figured that out
0: but we'll get to that here soon and uh, figure something out with it
1: hmm. yeah all right well i guess i'm about ready to do uh go fold some laundry dang sounds like a good time you got uh, you got clothes to fold this morning no i don't have anything th- this morning
0: to do we're probably gonna go have to go grocery shopping at some point i'm gonna cry you know a little bit yeah. i'm just kidding. You I'm keep gonna that cry.
1: social distancing going
0: yeah trying to <laughs> no it ain't it ain't that hard really in the area we live in we haven't really um had many problems with people wanting to practice social distancing a lot of people don't want to wear masks but that's probably nationwide
1: yeah i think uh, i think that um we're going to go back to normal i mean everybody's just jumping right in i look for this weekend to be an interesting weekend in the well last week hospital you know. field and uh, oh yeah you know. dude
0: you're you're screwed <laughs> you're screwed man so. you really are i feel bad for you that's all right. You're in Man, deep hey, trouble. It's it
1: makes the night go by faster.
0: But uh, yeah, I did. Um, I don't think uh, I, I will board ahead of time. I, I do have a job, a new job. Um, I doubt it'll actually affect anything with the podcast, so I wouldn't worry too much. But um, you know, thank y'all for the best wishes and stuff uh, for that. Um, but I did. I did get a job and. I could probably just continue the same schedule that I did have over at the prison pretty much, just uh, with a lot less overtime um, and, uh, you know, a little bit happier. Uh, <laughs> so, or actually probably a lot a bit happier. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I'm actually looking forward to this job. So, um, yeah, pretty excited to, to do that and get back Bye. to work, man. I've been, I've been out for a while since I, I left my last one. So I've been out for a little bit. I'm kind of ready to go back.
1: Maybe we could get some stability going.
0: Yeah, maybe so. So either way, Uh, we thank you all for listening. And Until next time, we'll talk to you all later and that concludes our show we hope you've really enjoyed it if you did don't forget to leave us a review find us on facebook but one of the most powerful ways that we can expand our audience and the show is for you to tell your friends about us you know if they love movies and you love movies hopefully they love our podcast too so we would love to hear uh, you spreading the word of our show to all of your friends and uh, tell them about our community. If they have any questions about movies, we could save them some money on some of the bad ones and tell them what, uh, maybe they should watch. Uh, but either way, until next time,
1: we hope to see y'all again.